It really started back in 2004 with Humana's journey into the home. There's lots of questions about exactly what's possible in the home. Because at the end of the day, we know for the home business to deeply thrive, it's going to need that connectedness that others bring forward. We've got lots of great organizations that have been created to support all of healthcare services. I'm William Fleming, and this is Real Talk with Healthcare Services, a podcast for Humana Associates who work in Humana's healthcare services segment and across Humana. Today, I'd like to discuss the recent changes that were announced in the healthcare services segment. In the studio with me, I have two people. One is Susan Diamond, who is the new president of the home solutions business. And I have myself, William Fleming, who is the uh, segment president of the clinical and pharmacy solutions business. So Susan, Welcome to Real Talk. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. So, Susan, you know, we just uh, announced something big for Humana as we're talking about a deeper focus on um, healthcare services, a deeper conversation around the home and its importance around clinical and pharmacy and, and what's going on there. And there's implications a- across the organization uh, for sure that, that we can dive into. But before we get into all that, um, why don't you tell everyone about yourself? What, who are you, uh, how long have you been at Humana, and, and uh, something about yourself personally. Sure. Uh, so I have been with Humana. It'll be 13 years this Thanksgiving. Um, I joined as, as a uh, strategic consultant in the M&A group when Tom Liston was still here. Um, we had just begun looking at what we called senior adjacency businesses for the Medicare organization and came to be part of a very small team uh, that Bill White was actually leading at the time. So prior to that, um, I'm an accountant by education. I spent a couple years in public accounting. And then most of my career prior to Humana was actually spent in the high tech space, um, typically in early stage um, companies. So nothing to do with insurance, nothing um, in terms of a company of this size. So I was actually quite reluctant to come, um, but was very happy with the experiences that I've had, frankly, over the the last 12 to 13 years and have been, uh, had the privileged to do a number of different things across the organization, which I've really enjoyed. Um, Personally, I have um, a husband who I've been married, gosh, I guess it's now 22 years. Um, We actually met in Prague um, when I was in college. Um, What part of Kentucky is is Prague? I'm not familiar with that. (laughs) Well, it was Czechoslovakia at the time. Oh, okay. So, um, but anyway, we met there on a business trip. Actually, I was in undergrad. He was uh, in the graduate program at Bellarmine at the time. So I'm a graduate of Bellarmine University. But so we've been married about 22 years. We have two children. We have a 16-year-old son who just got his driver's permit. So that's been exciting. Oh, boy. Yes. And a 12-year-old daughter, uh, Carl and Clara. So they keep us pretty busy. My son dreams of playing D1 golf one day. Um, William actually, I think, was able to celebrate with him and buy him a drink after he got his first hole in one. I was uh, <laughs> I was at the local country club, showed up one day to go out and play nine holes, and he was all smiling in, in the clubhouse. I'm like, what are you smiling about? And he just got in a hole in one. Yes. So we bellied up to the bar, and I sent Susan a, a little picture of, of us having fun. Yeah, he got Carl to buy the room a drink. I think. <laughs> uh, and a 12-year-old daughter who um, is still super sweet and hasn't entered the miserable teenage years just yet. So, oh, they're coming. so they keep us pretty busy. Um, so anyway, so we live here in Louisville. I'm from Ohio. Actually, originally I moved here to go to Bellarmine. My husband's from Kentucky, um, and we decided that Kentucky was where we wanted to stay and 
and create a family. So Division One Bellarmine now, right? That is correct. They just moved to that Division One, which very is a little recently. scary, right? It's, it's quite shocking, actually. <laughs> it's very interesting. So I'm excited to see what they can do. Awesome, awesome. Well, Susan, thank, thanks for being here. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, listeners uh, on this podcast, and you know, for our listeners, uh, one of the things Susan and I want to do is just to. Uh, uh, use this uh, podcast forum as another means of allowing you to get to know Susan, but also for us to just chat about um, uh, these uh, recent changes that we uh, just announced um, uh, in mid-July and uh, give you some visibility into them. And as the next uh, number of weeks and months come and go, um, you'll be able to uh, dig with us as we figure out um, what this renewed vision is of these respective businesses. Um, but what I might say... Um, is that if you think about what was announced um, last week, it was really uh, around this notion of um, both home is important and clinical and pharmacy are important. And one of the things that um, really pushed us to want to separate and have two management team leaders focused on those respective divisions, as we're now calling them the home solutions division and the clinical and pharmacy solutions division, is... um, uh, just uh, how, how big they are and how important they are. And, and I'll, I'll remind people that um, Kindred at Home is Humana's largest acquisition we've ever done. It's a multi, when it completes um, sometime between 2022 and 2023 um, with the nature of the financial deal that we have with the private equity sponsors, um, sometime in summer of 21 uh, to summer of 22 into 23, um, it's expected that either the private equity sponsors will put uh, the business to us, meaning that that they'll exercise their right to uh, to push us to finish the acquisition, or we will call it from them based upon that same financial right. Either way, it's highly likely that that business is coming into Humana. And as a, just a friendly reminder, that is truly a multi-billion dollar uh, transaction. When it's all said and done, It'll be several billion dollars um, just because of its size, scope, scale, and impact. Uh, from an associate side, it's got 50,000 associates. Today, Humana's got mid-40s. And so it's going to double the number of associates, definitely more than double, if not triple, uh, the number of uh, clinical staff. And, and having a, a leader uh, laser focused on you know that aspect of it, but not only that, but also where we're going in the overall home solutions um, capabilities beyond uh, that, it, it was just the right time. And at the same time, we have this uh, this robust pharmacy business and this di- idea around the enterprise clinical operating model and how we want to transform that aspect. And, and having um, really two management team leaders, one on home solutions, one on clinical and pharmacy, just felt like the right thing to do. And, and so, Susan, um, it was appropriately uh, named into that role. I'm so proud of Susan personally and professionally because she's given a lot to Humana in her 13 years. Um, she and I have worked together for a lot of it um, uh, in various aspects of, of the business. But I, I think it's just a tremendous opportunity for us to take this next step in our journey, acknowledge how big this is, and, and get ready uh, really for the next couple of years because um, the, the notion of starting to integrate Kindred and where else we can go uh, is upon us and is really uh, in, in part uh, what we're trying to do there. So all that as a backdrop, you know, Susan, as you, as you think about uh, taking this role on, 
What's on your mind? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you got a lot from the complex to the to the simple. Um, you know where the bathrooms are, so we don't need to show you that. <laughs> but I'm sure you've got a lot of things that are in your mind around people and talent and and, and, and what you see coming at you next. Sure. Um, so one, just want to reiterate how excited I am about the new opportunity. Um, as most people probably know who do know me, I've spent most of my career in the Medicare organization. And while I've had the opportunity to work fairly closely with some of um, the healthcare services business, you know, it's certainly not been to the depth of understanding um, that I'd like to have. And so, you know, as I really thought about what I wanted to do longer term, and even William and I, you know, we've had conversations over the years about what that might look like. And we've explored, you know, some other um, potential opportunities earlier in my career, um, but very excited to be able to get into areas where I just, I don't have as much knowledge. Um, and so really for me, while there's some things I'm, you know, fairly aware of in terms of immediate opportunities um, that we can take advantage of. Really, I think there's a period of time that I'll have to take with the team to really go on, you know, what I would describe as more of a learning journey and really more deeply understand these businesses, understand the team's perspectives on what some of the opportunities are, as well as some of the challenges um, and how we might take advantage of those in the coming months and years. Um, and so I really look forward to getting out into the field and meeting many of these teams. Um, one thing that will be new is in the past, most of the teams that I've worked with as closely have been based here in Louisville um, and have had fairly easy access to those. Um, certainly the markets um, are an exception, but that's a little bit of a different working relationship. And so this will be new for me because, you know, when I met with William and, and some of our HR partners and went through the team, I don't know that any two are located in the same place. And so that we're, we're everywhere. <laughs> we're everywhere. Susan. So the kids, when I actually took this job, they're like, are you going to have to travel more? And I said, it looks like it because <laughs> there, there's a lot to get out and learn um, and see firsthand, which I'm anxious and excited about doing. So certainly have, you know, lots of questions in terms of how to balance what are, you know, near-term opportunities that we could go spend our time doing versus some of the longer term. Um, and there's, you know, really an abundance of both. And so one of the things I want to make sure we all get aligned on as a team, as well as um, with the rest of the management team is, is how we should balance that time. Um, because there's certainly real value to be captured short-term, um, but we need to make appropriate time investments in those capabilities that will drive the longer term vision and ambition that we all have. So I know there's lots of questions about exactly what's possible in the home. And I, you know, it's exciting to help figure that out. Um, I know when, you know, when William and I talked about this initially, um, I'm sure it's hard for William because he spent, you know, the last couple of years doing such great work around the Human at Home reset and just the sheer acquisition of Kindred. Um, and so now, you know, when a lot of the fun really gets to begin, he's been gracious enough to, to transition that over. And so um, really looking forward to doing that and learning more about what's possible and what we can co-create. Yeah, that, that's that's all great. And, you know, for our listeners, I might remind you of our of Humana's journey into the home. And it, it really started back in 2006 and seven, actually 2004, with the uh, Medicare Chronic Care Improvement Program. That was a uh, joint venture between Humana and Pfizer Health Solutions, a drug manufacturer who had a disease management arm around telephonic diabetes in the greater Tampa area. Long story short, uh, CMS stopped that demonstration we brought uh, what was then uh, Humana Cares inside. We originally called it Green Ribbon Health. Um, we got Pfizer out of the way, brought inside Humana in 06 into 07, and renamed it Humana Cares. 
Um, after that, um, and that, that brought us telephonic um, capabilities. Uh, in 2012, we did the acquisition of, of what was then Senior Bridge, and it obviously still exists. Um, and that brought us really an in-home capability. Uh, so leaving 2012, we had uh, telephonic and in-home, and we creatively called it Humana Care slash Senior Bridge for the next three years. And it was in summer of 15 that we renamed it Humana at Home. Um, and that's that's where that journey came from. Then obviously in summer of 18, we announced the intent to acquire Kindred at Home. While along the way, obviously having a lot of other uh, vended relationships with other home capabilities. Having Susan come in and, and work with Kirk and Sherry and, and uh, Nick and, and Nate and, and many others in the team to really take this to that next level continues that journey. And that's, that's really, it's been a fun thing uh, to watch. Um, Susan, as, as I'm looking at the clock and just wanting to be mindful of time, one of the things that um, I wanted us to hit on is, is how you and I thought about the organization and this thing called healthcare services. I know I've had a few people ask me, what happens to healthcare services? And um, you know, for our listeners, I would tell you that Susan and I have aligned that healthcare services lives. It lives on, it's a thing. It's, it exists publicly for financial reporting um, out to Wall Street, but it also exists inside the company. And, and even though we, ha- we have this home solutions division of healthcare services and clinical and pharmacy solutions of healthcare services, we want healthcare services to live. And so uh, g- give, give the listeners some of your views into that. Sure. Um, so when William and I first started going through just the team and the way it was organized and we said, gosh, we've got lots of great organizations that have been created to support all of healthcare services um, within Williams organization and how how would that work and could that work going forward? And so we went through, you know, very thoughtfully, I think through each one and said, where does this make sense? Is it, you know, viable to say that they can continue to support all of these businesses? And I think to a fault, um, we've basically aligned that, yeah, we think that can work. Um, we've created this structure for a reason. These businesses, while you know, under separate MT level leadership will continue to work and operate in much the same way um, we have been when it was under one. Um, and so those support functions within Brett's organization, you know, whether it's, you know, Andrew in the business development, um, as well as the compliance organization, we think those can easily continue to support um, the work that needs to be done across both. And we will work very closely with those leaders and make sure that we think about prioritization of time and people and talent um, and focus and whatnot, and that William and I are committed to doing that together um, in order to preserve the organizations that have proved to be very effective and didn't feel that splitting them up created additional value and, in fact, probably took away some of the value that had been created and the type of leadership that we can attract and build and create opportunities for by managing the entirety of that work. And so I'm looking forward to working with each of them. Um, As William and I looked at it and tried to decide, well, where should we organizationally align them? Um, We felt like with some of the opportunities in the home that we know we still have to explore, we felt like the biz dev function probably made sense to align under my organization, um, while the compliance and the business and the um, Brett's organization would continue to report to William and we'll just use those as shared service functions. And um, we don't see any reason why those can't continue to thrive in that structure. And it's really a conversation where as Susan and I worked through it, um, I hope you all are feeling the, the level of collaboration that, that we have is that we want we want our folks to show up as enterprise leaders and you know really you know demonstrate that where you report into day to day doesn't matter. It's what you do and how you show up and 
you know, and, and, and how we collaborate across as to what matters. Because at the end of the day, we know, I know that for the enterprise clinical operating model to thrive, it, it needs a thriving home business, among other things. And, and for the home business to deeply thrive, it's going to need that connectedness that the enterprise clinical operating model and others bring forward. So there's a strong connection point here. And, and uh, what we ask, what I'd ask all of you all as our listeners to to do is uh, just work with us. Let's let the play develop. We'll figure this out in areas where we've uh, got it right. We'll celebrate it in areas where we didn't get it right. Then we'll readjust and we'll just figure that out as, as time goes by. But, but I think with uh, Susan's mindset, mind mindset, uh, what we're trying to do to really advance Humana, we, we just want to let you all hear from us that this is really about advancing the company, advancing business, advancing careers and and we'll see we'll see what the what the future brings us recognizing we don't have all the answers i wish we did but but we don't yeah and i think we'll take some time to figure out our respective cadences as well there are many forms where the broader organization comes together and in some cases those will continue to make sense and we'll continue to do that um and others you know it'll make sense to meet you know discreetly and so i think we'll figure that out and certainly welcome input around what people think is working well and what things maybe don't work as well as we'd hoped and that we should reconsider yeah, absolutely. Susan, thank you. Thank you Thanks for, for being me. on the podcast. And and note that um, it's our podcast. <laughs> so you'll be you'll be interviewing others soon too. So uh, look forward to it. Yeah, appreciate it. So uh, for our listeners, thank you all uh, for all you do. Um, you know we love your feedback. You can reach us at healthcare services at humana.com or post your comments to Buzz with the uh, on the new Yammer platform, I might add, with the uh, hashtag HCS podcast. And so until next time, I hope you have a great week.